Oh boy. All right. Well, hi, Heather. Hi. <laughs> Greetings from a different time zone, Vesta. Yeah, I'm in fucking Florida right now. <laughs> when you think of goth, you think of Florida. I have avoided Florida my entire life until until yesterday. Damn it, they got you too. They got me. I'm practically on a beach. It's very weird. <laughs> I love it. Hey, at least at night, you should take a walk out there. Yeah, I kind of did last night, actually. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Well, um, we Welcome have... back to Open Graves. Yeah, here we are. Again, with a... a an interesting and uncomfortable topic. Oh God, I know. Yeah, we're doing that thing again where we're trying to actually like address a topic together. What? Well, and, I mean, uh, we tackled religion. So I think we've, you know, we can do anything at this point. That's true. We really went for the deep end. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to tell them what this theme is today? Oh boy. Yeah. So we want to talk about the experience of dating in the goth community and oh boy. Like full disclosure, this is going to be difficult because I want to be careful not to violate anybody's privacy or, you know, to go TMI about other people without their consent. We can TMI ourselves as much as we feel like. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Um, So I don't know. We might end up having to edit a couple of things out. I might awkwardly stumble around some points. So I want to lay that out there first. Yeah, no, no. Get it. And I mean... Yeah, I mean, we don't need to use names. It's some things aren't, you know what I mean? It's yeah, thankfully, (laughs) there's plentiful options to speak in code. Yeah, yeah, it's not like you're speaking about one person, so right, not insinuating that you know we're whores, but (laughs) (laughs) we've had that experience depends on perspective. So, I don't know. Um, this is well, I'll, I'll just say this is that I know that you're this is something that you're more fluent in than I am since I tend to not date in this world. That's yeah. You outsource sometimes my chat, my track record. And for a while I preferred that. I mean, I've preferred it that way. I remember like wishing I had like a goth boyfriend. <laughs> and then when I had one, I was like, Oh, you had, you had a goth girlfriend. I had a goth girlfriend. <laughs> um, that was interesting. A whole another experience in itself, but yeah. But yeah, I remember like pining for one, like when I first entered this, this world and somebody who understands why. Yeah. Then, then when you get it, you're kind of (laughs) like, I kind of wish I had my anonymous nights back. (laughs) Yeah. No, I did. Yeah. (laughs) You didn't? No, I did want to ask you about that. Um, Sure. Because you've had more experience with dating our people and not our people. I don't have as much with (laughs) the not our people. Right, right, right. Um, And Oh God, I actually, I would like to give a little shout out to Kat and Rick who just had their 23rd wedding anniversary. Oh. And she had asked me if that's a thing that we would talk about is like the experience of being in a goth person and not goth person relationship because her husband is very not goth. Um, so yeah. Oh yeah. She already wanted I to can, talk about that and now I we're doing it. Certainly speak on that. I mean, it's gone, it's gone both ways. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, like myself. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I had a boyfriend, um, uh, for six years who was not in the scene and he, um, would, it was like back when the blackberries just came out, <laughs> Okay, sit on his phone, that dates it. miserable, like, you know, he'd come out with me to show enthusiasm for, you know, the, the night, but then he'd end up just sitting there in the corner looking miserable and pained 
that I, you know, I would either leave early because I could feel his uncomfortableness or, you know, I felt silly, like, you know, here, you know, we're supposed to be out together. So those things happen. Um, So then I would just on nights that, so during that relationship, there were not a lot of times that I just didn't go out. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, just to sort of like preserve the relationship and, and all that. And then once, you know, or I would go out by myself. Um, so that was a whole, that was a whole thing, unfortunately. And so that was kind of like, not the most positive experience of it because I don't want to change my behavior or my preferences for a partner, but I guess relationships are about compromise, but to me, compromise isn't acting like you hate it the whole time sitting in the corner. Right. Phone. Like you can, you can find something about the night that you know, hold your attention for five seconds, or you can appreciate a partner who's into yeah. themselves. <laughs> or or <laughs> even sometimes decide not to go and agree that that's okay once in a while. Right, 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 right. But I've had that too. I think actually my, my first boyfriend, who I will refer to as Brad Majors, um, <laughs> was obviously a Rocky Horror person, but um, not in the scene. But I was so young that I was like just barely getting into it. Um, okay. He never once came to a club with me. And I think I still resent that. Damn it. Yeah. But actually, you know what? There's a reason for that. We did Rocky Horror at the time. So Saturdays were out. They were taken. And Maybe he's tired. we had very early weekday mornings. So yeah. like I would go to Perv and Blue Monday and stuff. But it was, I don't know. It was a friend. I don't know. It was like a, that was the friend group. And then the partner was separate, I guess. But. Hmm. It wasn't ideal. Yeah. But I remember a time where you were dancing. And yes. When I was and, dancing. Uh, yeah. And your partner at the time wasn't really an active participant during those times. Ooh. Yeah. That was differently rough because that partner was probably the most heavily got person I've ever been with. And, yeah. you know, but that was because he was having a super depressive phase. So that okay. had unfortunately nothing to do with interest. It was like, it was, it was a dark time. It was a separately dark time. And that was a bummer. And like, he's back out in the scene now. Yeah. Yeah, totally. With there a vengeance. Actors show. Yeah, with a vengeance, totally. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Like there are factors outside of like our subcultural and community interests sometimes people are just having mental health bouts right no yeah yeah I didn't mean to insinuate that it just like sometimes I don't know I guess that would go into a different sort of thing of like you know if you're if you're a performer it would be like Mm. showing up for teams for school spirit or or not like I guess that was sort of like oh that I had to be totally honest, that was a large problem in our relationship. Okay. That okay. was an actual issue. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's, I mean, and maybe that's also, um, a, what, what's the word? Um, a roadblock when you are dating somebody in this world who you both are very talented people. Hmm. And so, you know, maybe there's some competition or something like that. And I can speak about that too, because you know, oh yeah, my, my, X was a performer. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah. So, you know, so, I mean, it, there, I, it, whatever, I mean, relationships, regardless of what world they're in are, are, you know, there's a lot of different nuances and problems to them, but I just wonder if, 
if there's anything different about our world in navigating those problems. Mm. I'm sure there, I mean, I'm sure it actually probably compares most to like any sort of arts-based community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've personally never experienced a, a competition type feeling, but I don't know. Yeah, do you want to talk about that since you? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it was competition, but it was right. definitely like um, a spotlight in, situation where I remember that appearances were very important. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so, um, you know, the presentation itself was almost more important than the content. Um, mm. Do you mean performing your relationship? Uh, or the part that that person was playing, like, mm. you know. Um, I think there was a lot of, yeah, but I mean, that, that's not necessarily goth specific, but it was just, right. um, yeah, that, that's, that was a, that was part of the package. <laughs> you yeah. That well, like, package. I want, like, and the only reason why I wanted to bring this up in somewhat of comparison is that like, while my ex had groupies, I kind of feel like as a dancer, you would have groupies as well, right? You'd have a lot of attention from men, right? Or women. Um, and, you know, like, does that put a strain on your relationship? Like, well, I mean, I guess keep in mind that that partner worked in strip clubs. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't think he was really phased by that at all. Um, yeah. And I actually don't feel like I had the groupie situation at least not in like a maybe I had a little cult going but I don't think that it was like it was like sexual attention motivated oh okay because like it was the Monte Cristo and it was such a we talked about this a little yeah. bit in one of our earlier ones it was so not that vibe of like strippery go-go-y mystery you know it was hmm. very chill people didn't really approach each other if we didn't know each other including dancers Mm-hmm. so I don't know I never really felt like I was I don't know but also I can be very oblivious to things at times so I might be really naive with what I'm saying right now mm. so <laughs> approached by men like putting money in your fishnets I feel like it was always people I already knew oh okay with the exception of like if it was one of like the new year's parties or grim that was when the strangers came out I guess oh gotcha. um but I don't have a tolerance for like those people who would just like stand there, you know, and at the base of a go-go box and stare, which doesn't really happen or didn't back in the day really happen at Ruin that much. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, it was, I, it was a surprisingly wholesome experience, honestly. <laughs> itself, the Monte Cristo totally was. Yeah, uh, it was. So, yeah, so, you know, I kind of like, I mean, I'll just go back to saying like, I like, I like when somebody's not in my world all the time. Mm-hmm. I like that. I mean, I know a lot. I, I would say, I would say we're, we might be different on that. Um, yeah, I think we are. Yeah. I like the freedom of, of sort of having my own friends and my own relate, like for me, as we've talked about before, it's like, I have like my own relationship with the music. So it's like, just don't leave me alone. <laughs> this song's yeah. Great. You know, where it's like, I like that sort of freedom of like showing up when I want, leaving when I want, that kind yeah. of thing. And not having to check and caretake and be like, are you okay? Right. Or- Ooh, I don't love that part. No, I don't. Yeah. I used to be a caretaker role very often and it was not healthy for me. Right. Oh, I was going to say, uh, even sometimes 
partners I've had in our community don't dance, like the ones who don't dance, you know, are just like, that would actually, that was a little weird. It would kind of prevent me from dancing because it made me self-conscious. Yeah, yeah. My current partner does not dance, but it doesn't make me self-conscious. It just is a different vibe. Yeah, yeah. You don't feel pressured to like have to include them. I oh my God. Yeah. Another anecdote. Oh, this is going to be, I hate this, trying to refer to people without referring to people. <laughs> One of my <laughs> exes who was at, oh, like everyone was out at Wednesdays, by the way, like all, my whole history without it Wednesdays really um, this, this past one yeah yep. I missed it I know yeah goddamn COVID <laughs> um uh yeah so one of the ones who does not dance who I, I have literally I think seen dance once ever was out on the dance floor it's really weird Whoa. yeah wow how did that make you I feel think, confused <laughs> I was like, I don't know if that means that he's doing better or worse. Is he turning a corner? Uh, I don't know. know. With somebody, like, was he? I don't know what to tell you. Was there somebody that maybe perhaps lured him to the dance floor? Was this yeah? But it was like a stranger. (laughs) Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah, weird. It was a weird night. That is weird. You know who I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Okay. Sorry, I missed that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also feel like if if people um and maybe this is what he was experiencing like if people aren't familiar with sort of the etiquette of the club like there there has to be some sort of conversation with them about partner dancing like yeah, I, I think this new that. girl did like lure him to okay she's new she was like new, new new to our people I think new to the country even yeah it was a lot Ooh, okay copy that yeah but it's like trying to like have to explain like no I don't like if I'm going to dance that doesn't mean I want you to join me right? <laughs> or you have to join me. Like, it's not like, right. you know, it's just you do you No, that's it. That's interesting. Um, yeah. the other aspect I wanted to talk about was like inbreeding. Oh yeah. We are a deeply incestuous people. Oh God. Yes. Deeply incestuous. That is the story of my whole mm, life experience. Yeah. And so the part of the whole, if you're going to date within the, the the scene there's gonna be there's gonna be club lore there's gonna be stories <laughs> heard there's gonna be whispers or I mean not like it's this childish thing but in a sense it probably is you're gonna <laughs> hear the the rumors about people before even having a conversation with them and so having like navigating that like let's say there's some spurned lovers and then this who were together for a while and they broke up and one of them's pursuing you, like, you know, the story already. Yes. How do you navigate that? And how do you differentiate what was truth and what was rumor or passion fueled, you know, gossip that has, that's full of like skewed lies, you know, it's like navigating that. (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, it's heavy. On one hand, I do like that. It keeps people accountable. Mm. everyone is sort of vouching for each other all of the time and you know it doesn't always go in a positive way but I don't like strangers because like there's no context for their existence and (laughs) you just have to like take their existence at face value like that's scary people are scary yeah so I don't know (laughs) yeah exactly no the the incest level does also mean that there is a, a vetting system happening 
Yeah. And that does usually also create conflict. I've had, oh God, I'm gonna have to tell you another story when we are off of the recording because it's too personal, but it's recent. Sure. I did have a thing like that happen again where someone from someone's past contacted me. uh, And in fact, that has happened pretty much with every person I've dated in our scene. Someone has approached me with something to say. And then I've had to get to the bottom of that, which is deeply unpleasant. Um, And usually the thing that they are coming forward with is, you know, a mistake someone made. Mm-hmm. But it was usually not as bad as it is being made out to be, you know, because people learn people learn from their mistakes sometimes. And I really oh. do believe in evolution and change. Mm-hmm. Um, but also people hurt each other, you know, and that's uh, unfortunately inevitable. And I have to sort of assess like, what is just someone feeling hurt? What is someone actually being a threat? Yeah. You know, that's, that's, a, that's yeah. a difficult one especially as a woman, you know, yeah, you know, and having to like figure out if you're like, if your safety is a risk, you know, all that stuff. And then of course, you know, why is this person telling you this now? Like, what are the, what's the motivation behind it? You sort of have to do the dance. And then at the same time, you have to also be like, well, why didn't this new partner tell me this? Yeah. I've actually had that happen the other way too. We're like, they're aware that like something might come out of the woodwork so they like said the thing right up front like I've had that on like oh. a first date or like not you know I don't really go on first dates but you know what I mean a first yeah. time I've had the thing come up so then when somebody approached me about the thing I was like I already know about the thing we've already handled this you know if you have something <laughs> more to tell me then please do but usually there's not more okay good well, yeah, yeah, that's a lot of like emotional labor on your part. <laughs> oh God, it's so much. So I'm not really, yeah. It's, I'm, Aren't you ugh. tired? Put I am, down. honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's exhausting living in an incestuous web, but like what's, I don't understand. Like the alternative seems so scary. Like what, like going on Tinder dates with strangers? Like how, yeah. what? That's terrifying. <laughs> I know. Have uh, you ever apped it? Have I, oh, done the apps? Uh, yeah, yes, uh, very briefly. Yeah, that, that just very briefly, um, but not anything, go- like it wasn't a goth dating site or anything like that, cool. but uh, which I think those do exist, unfortunately. They do. I don't creep me out just as much as the regular ones. I think there's, yeah, there's like a lot of negative press about those, but, yeah. um, but, that, but that's about it. I mean, meeting people in the wild is normally my, preference like crazy just you know just being the type of person I am like with the perception of like feeling energy and things like that to me I'd rather meet somebody and decide from there instead mm-hmm. of like, reading their pedigree online like or whatever right. they want you to see you know exactly um, that's why I like the vetting because you can't just uh decide how you want to be perceived that's true that's true you have to also trust who you're, you know, who's bet who's doing the betting. <laughs> That's very true too. That, that doesn't always go well either. Yeah. Everybody has their own motivations, but yeah, it's been, a, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. I was going to tell you like, well, one of the only, like what, like not one of the only, but, but the first, I think guy, goth, goth guy was responsible for the infamous question. What is your darkness? <laughs> Right. Oh my God. So I guess we have to thank that person. <laughs> okay. So a good, a good part of 
like dating that person was um, that it made me leave to discover LA dead. It mm, made me leave right. Bordners to discover LA dead because I would religiously go on Saturday nights to Bordners and then, which we've talked about before, but then yeah. because I was like, okay, after this person and I broke up, I was like, I would like not to see this person every week. <laughs> Yeah, I opt for that. Like maybe, maybe more immature, but um, for my own sanity, like I'd rather not do that. Oh, I don't think it's immature to need some space. You know, it's just yeah. But then you have to sort of like claim your, like claim your night too. It's like at some point you have to be like, you know what? I'm not gonna let it bother me, and I'm gonna come back if I want to come back. Um, right. So, but yeah. So that's how I ended up um, at at like ruin and discovered that world which was to me I thought better music um yeah so, <laughs> I, agree. Uh, I I have no beef with that but yeah and that sort of like led my transition I do enjoy Wednesdays I mean that's yes Wednesdays is currently my favorite whoever is whose idea was that I think it's Lisa's baby oh that's wonderful cheers to her yeah yeah um, <laughs> oh yeah I actually like made notes for once because like this is such a chaotic subject yeah let's hear it what do you got no I don't know what do I have kind of want to talk about <laughs> relationship styles and like the first I don't know the sort of spectrum of like monogamous to poly Ooh. and how that manifests in our scene that might be different than like yes. I don't know the regular world which is like defaults to monogamous whereas like the burning man people for instance are like very poly heavy and even like the kink community is a weird combo of like poly but not <laughs> Yes, good question. This is a great topic. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so ingrained. Like to me, all that stuff is so ingrained in it that I don't even, it doesn't even, I don't even think twice about it. Like I, yeah, in regards to dating, but you're so right. Like the whole, the, the you know, that whole different world, which I think is an offshoot of the main goth world is like the BDSM community, which in itself is like, that's a whole nother set of relationship stuff. That's, it is. you know, it's, I think that actually topic is too big to even talk about in relation to goth because it's, it's separate, but it's just been diagrammed up. Totally, totally. And I, I don't know, I feel a little like I'm, I might not be one to speak on it since that doesn't attract me. Um, really? I mean, I've, I've had my moments, but I, yeah, we've all had our moments. Right, right, right. But at least like the pub in the public setting, um, you know, where like, let's say a couple is doing a scene together like that's a whole nother level (laughs) yeah yeah not really that that's not something that I um identify with but at the same time what I do identify with is the concept of like you know poly couples and uh poly openness and um and sort of just a different view of take on things where it's like you don't have to be so sweating somebody wait wait that's not their partner what are they doing like right right like there's less there's less of that in our world what about you what do you feel about that yeah so oh boy I learned that I think like a polyamorous person but I behave like a monogamous person oh Mm -hmm. um which I think is again kind of comes from my rocky background which back then I think was more poly than that community is now so even if it wasn't for me, I was surrounded by polyculture from a very young age. And I think it had a really good influence on me because it so heavily stresses communication and consent, like more so 
than mainstream monogamous culture, which is a lot of like dancing around things and just following rules instead of communicating needs. So I try to think like a poly person, but when I've actually tried to do the poly thing, it's like not really for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have, I have tried, I have dabbled and I've learned positive things from it, but, and then, oh boy, God, I'm, my current partner is such a goddamn private person. I don't really know what I'm, (laughs) it's like appropriate to say on this. But like what I wanted to address is um, I love, I love, like, I love how um, open and honest it seems it, your relationship, it seems like you guys can talk about everything. He knows where you're coming from with your exes. Like you guys are very free in that sort of I clearly know very much where he's coming from. Yeah. Because it is still in the house. Right. Oh, yes. Yes. I guess what I love about your friendship with my friendship with you let me say that correctly is that you're very open about where like you you know processing x's and whatnot that are still co-currently like occupying space and time in your brain and your heart right Mm -hmm. it's not like we just get over shit immediately and move on with the next partner so for me i would almost look at you as being like emotionally poly i think so too actually and i had um it is it is emotionally poly because of the way that our lifestyles are structured and I actually was having a conversation at a party on Friday that was like I would say 90% poly folks and me oh um it was actually my married poly ex I don't even really think of him as an ex but I guess that's what it is yeah um it was his wife's party and I did end up nude in a hot tub with them in a non-sexual <laughs> manner but I realized that to most people that would be inappropriate but it didn't seem inappropriate um because also I think that poly folks have a greater understanding of like something doesn't have to be sexual until the moment that it is nice you know? done well done <laughs> yeah but I had a lot of chats with people at that party about my current situations a lot of these people I hadn't seen in like almost a year yeah And they had really interesting insights for sort of being able to like acknowledge that I am a monogamous person, but that I am functioning like a poly person. And that the way that my relationship dynamic functions is poly without like having sexual or romantic relationships with other people because of the amount, the crazy amount of like communication communication consideration that has to go into the way that his home life is structured and all of that and like maintaining my maintaining the relationships there oh yeah completely yeah Yeah. completely like the fact that you can talk because most people I think most monogamous people try to pretend like they're not attracted to anyone or there's no residual heartbreak or longing for past partners it just everybody breezes through that or just doesn't want to they're scared of talking about it and it and yeah and the fact that you can be honest about stuff like that with him is amazing and to, yeah, to me, it feels very poly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was, oh my God, I told you about the birthday dinner, right? Yes. <laughs> so the, the layers of incest here is fucking bonkers. It was a, so my partner's ex-ish, I don't even know how to refer to that. Her birthday dinner invited my ex's ex, <laughs> like long-term ex. I didn't know they were close. Who, yeah it's weird um yeah they are okay but I had never met her before but I've been hearing stories about her for years and like we've been just orbiting each other's lives it was just like a lot of layers and we both know of each other (laughs) for different reasons 
I was a little like stressed out about it at first yeah. uh, and it was fine. It was totally, everyone was an adult. It was chill. Okay, good, good. Was it, how big was the party? Uh, it was five people. Whoa, okay. So yeah. It was literally the three of us, her and one other friend. Damn, okay, so yeah. it was. Oh, you it was intimate. You couldn't hide. It was <laughs> no, your face. No. I just uh, decided to get some day wine. Oh, day wine. Oh this my God. conversation yeah. is stressing me out. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Am I, am <laughs> no, I, no, it's not your fault. We signed up for this. Okay. Yeah. Let me know if it's, if I'm asking too much, too many questions. Never, never. Yeah. There was like multiple layers of multiple people's exes. And I guess the conclusion was that it was fine. Good. Um, you think it was fake fine or do you think it was actually fine? Um, I don't think it was, it was not fake, but it was superficial. It was not like we were having like deep conversations. Right. Was there any, um, like, a, did she address you, ask you questions or was it like just- We a- did not speak of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and what, from what I understand, I think that is kind of her personality is a little bit more like on the passive side, but not in a bad way. Mm. Okay. Um, maybe even in a good way. Not everything has to be addressed. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I might be an over-addresser, actually. Nah. Nah, Never. I don't think so. Never. <laughs> you, you and I do the depth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, one, of the, one of the tips, I think, if you're considering dating somebody in the goth world, would be to wait till the light comes on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh and wait till like I don't know you've had some water right (laughs) you know like I feel like because of the nature of of I mean if we're talking about meeting at a club if you meet somebody at a club or you've always admired somebody at a club like that lighting is curated for a reason it's so dark the term for this is gothic deception there's a term nice yeah I think my ex made it up actually that could be in, like an umbrella term. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of different kinds of gothic deception. <laughs> yeah, but you you kind of want to take take the perspective, Dady out and put them under daylight, or <laughs> or at least a street light. At least a street light. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was doing some like cafe bar daytime writing the other day, and I ran into a friend of ours from the clubs, and it was like so disorienting to see him in the day (laughs) (laughs) you're like wait a second did he look different to you no I've technically seen him in the day before but it's been a while okay it was was Pasha yeah yeah you told me about oh I told you this story yeah yeah yeah. no it was actually it was chill but yeah it is disorienting to see our people in the wild when we're not like like we're more than acquaintances but not close friends Mm -hmm. you're like you look something's off you look different Oh, there's light on your face. Exactly. So that's why I would, I mean, I think there's a lot of smoke and mirrors that, you know, I mean, I don't have to tell people the powers of makeup, but you know, as far as after the, the, the interior unflattering lights go on, (laughs) maybe they look different most of the time. Yes. So that reminds me of the first time that I spent the night at this other similar, that person X's house. Um, and I like showered in the morning and he was like, huh, you actually look uh, the same without makeup. And I was like, uh, was that, was that a backhand? I know. Is Thank that, you. Is that? <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I think the point was like, 
about gothic deception and how like it is a surprise when some people take their makeup off because like I wear a lot of makeup but I don't do like contouring type shit you know yeah me neither so my face is just still the same it just has higher contrast (laughs) yeah but it was a backhanded passive aggressive compliment and that's how he communicated all the time oh good to (laughs) good to know a little problematic yeah that would that would not be helpful well what about like I mean you know I'm not you're not like on the the roasting spit here but I'm just trying to think is your um the quintessential sort of nocturnal type which one would equate with the goth the goth world I mean what is what does that look like when you're dating somebody and like you are out with them all night long and you're not not for any nefarious reason but just the fact that you're that's that's your normal cycle is there anything different as far as like do your date I mean when you do your dates normally involve breakfast are you are you you guys go to sleep together when the sun rises I mean is it is it asking a purple vampire lifestyle well I mean I've always been curious about let's call him the phantom can we do that sorry the phantom when you that's I love that that's cute when you guys yeah the phantom and the tornado that's what I'm referring to yeah phantom of the opera I love it yeah Uh, like did well you know that's a bad example because I know you guys are on the same uh same sketch trying to think like just normal dates with people like like oh give me an example of a goth like a you're you meet someone at a goth club and they want to they're interested in seeing you and you're hanging out together is your night extended is there some different aspects in normal dating because after that what would you normally do oh because we stay up later than regular people that's what i'm talking about yes okay that took a really long long winded circular black hole of uh my words (laughs) because i'm not drinking day wine i just had tea unfortunately because i have a oh i just had like day ahead of me cleanse juice look at this thing oh well hey i got my detox tea so and you're pairing it with wine you're pairing it with wine i you know what yeah i'm on vacation okay i know (laughs) i know you're three hours ahead it's fine i am (laughs) um okay that was a circuitous question about the night times (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess it might be more uh, involved than people who like curfew themselves because <laughs> we right. don't do that. I guess another thing is like, I don't really, I try to avoid first dates, like the concept of the first date. Cause I don't like it. I don't like the Not idea of it feeling like an interview, yeah. you know? Um, and also the thing about dating within our scene is that, I haven't really been faced with that thing of like, oh, better wait till the lights come on to see if it's gothic deception. Because usually by the time I'm in a datey situation with somebody, I've already known them mm. for a while. Um, even if we're not like good friends, like we've been in the same places for a long time. We've been at parties together, maybe outside of the clubs or whatever. So it can be a little bit more of a gray area when it comes to like newly dating people which in most ways I, I prefer. Um, I love a good gray area. You and most men. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean that shit doesn't have to be black and white, especially at the beginning of a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You Where know? like you're, you're figuring out, is this going towards friendship? Is this with potential? What is it? Yeah, I mean, like 
I mean, for example, with my current partner, who I'm referring to as the Phantom for the sake of this podcast, he did ask me out during, oh God, during what I'm referring to as the feral times. <laughs> this is going to be a whole other subject. <laughs> yeah. So the, Oh boy, there's like the dark ages and then the feral times. <laughs> <laughs> so the feral times. Pandemic few, times. Yeah, it was a few month period right when like quarantine was lifting and like things were coming back and like the clubs were coming back. So like Wednesdays and bar semester had their like reopening. People were seeing each other and they had the who they, you know, hadn't been able to make time for in two years. A lot of people were differently single than they were the last time they saw everybody. Mm-hmm. I was one of those people and people could smell it, I think. Okay. Because <laughs> yes. I have never been directly approached by that many people in our scene in my life. Mm. It was crazy. But the feral part made me go like, yeah, like I was feral too. Like it, we all kind of forgot our reserved goth etiquette of like that sort of cat like behavior. And went full like Puma. I want to like <laughs> lick everybody's faces, you know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there was a time where I was dating a few people who all knew each other, and that felt very poly too. Even though it was not, it was more just like everyone is casually doing a thing. But the communication was like poly level too because everyone knew each other. You knew, it and was, you you were open about it too. I so. was. And it was stressful. Like that is also not for me. It only lasted a couple of months. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I did it. It was like a positive experience. And of course we're all, God, we were all like fucking hanging out with each other on Wednesday. It was, it was a lot. Ah. <laughs> uh. um, yeah. So feral times. Feral soup. He, he was the one that, that stuck through the feral times. So I did end up with a actual partner out of the feral season. He played the long game. I know, <laughs> but I was such a spaz about stuff at that time. That, like he asked me out, like asked me to dinner. And I was like, I had my knee jerk response, which was like, sure, but it's not a date. Cause I was just very guarded. Like I didn't want to be in an uncomfortable first date situation that I wasn't sure if I wanted to sign up for. And then you can always kind of like retrospectively go back and be like, no, okay, that was a date. Yeah. And now looking back, I do consider that to be a date, even though I was real real hard ass about it not being which I think scared him a little bit but everyone survived yeah um, you're allowed to make you know choose your own path it's not like choose your own adventure there's no formalities you can make your own yeah so we did like kind of have a normal-ish first date like going out to a nice dinner and then but then because we actually ended up having really great conversations we ended up going to a bar afterward and then because we were downtown to a party at Marco's house so that's another thing is that like even though it's a quote-unquote first date we all kind of have the same friends so I was like oh the guys are hanging out at Marco's place do you want to go by so we did <laughs> so yeah. the answer is yeah it did go until like 3 a.m yeah yeah Love and it. also included other friends which does also take the pressure off oh yeah what a, the feeling of a new thing is like because then there's like mutual friends to, like basically diffuse what could be even if it's positive, also yeah. uncomfortable. The pressure. Just the Yeah. I don't deal well with like traditional romantic pressure, even though I I am I do have a romantic streak. <laughs> yeah. No. Hey, Frost. Have you felt a difference between like not like in the club life specifically, but when you are going on like, you know, normal romantic times, dates oh, yeah. with like 
someone who is in our community versus someone who is not? Does it feel different? Mm, trying to think. Um, did it feel different? Yes. I feel like it's more, is more traditionally romantic. I've noticed that. Like there's more with like- With people who are not God? With people who are. Oh, okay. Interesting. Like uh, more pomp and circumstance. And that makes sense, actually. <laughs> yes. Yes. A little more like flourish. It's hard to explain. Like more like. Like you're being courted? Yes. <laughs> because like, yeah, I think there's a little more drama to it. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Well, there's always more drama to it. But... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, than a traditional date, per se. Hang date. Yeah. yeah. So that has been my experience or, you know, a lot of the times I've been in those situations, like you just described where it's kind of like in your mind, you're like, I'm going to think of this as not a date. And then that person has other plans. And then you Mm -hmm. have to like, sort of figure out where you stand in the moment. Um, I've done that and back, you know, backpedaled or put the kibosh on it, depending on the situation. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I, in my experience, it's easier to do that up than to be like they think it's a date and then you have to be like oh but no and then you're stuck on it <laughs> yeah that's a good that's a good technique yeah like, sit down because it's also like they are consenting to if you still if they still want to go out with you and it's not a date they're yeah. consenting to like that they actually do want to hang out with you and then yeah whatever you do and they can always cancel if like if they're exactly I kind of had that happen once mm. It was also during the feral time, but I, I was like not interested. And I was like, sure, I'll like hang out with you. But I'm not really down to go on a date. And then it, we never did. Oh, okay. Well, let me ask you this. Have you dated any people out of the scene? Well, yeah, I mean, my, my first boyfriend was not, but I was also just getting into it too. Mm-hmm. So that felt a little different, I guess. So not um, recently. Not recently. I mean, I've had, uh, God. Yeah, I guess actually my uh, Polly Werner friend that I was just talking okay, about, right. very much not in the scene. Um, but we also had like a shitload of friends in common, including my household. So like we were still mm-hmm. very community oriented. Yeah, different community. Yeah, scene. But have you dated anyone? And I, I probably know the answer to this. <laughs> that would pass for normal. Mm. Uh. Mm. No. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I mean, my my not my Brad Majors ex, uh, I think, would pass for normal now. Because he's just like I don't know, a nerdy adult man with a beard nowadays. Okay. But back in the Rocky days, I mean, he was still a nerdy adult man, but you know, was much more adventurous and like he had kind of actually he had kind of a goth phase because yeah. of me. It was a phase mom for him. <laughs> um, he looked very, very good in makeup and all the stuff, but it was, it was just an experimental thing. And I think because he knew that's what I was into, but that was a phase. So that's definitely for you. I know. I don't love that actually. Like it's sweet, but I don't like it in general. Have you ever had anyone like goth up more so than while they were seeing? Well, yeah, he did. <laughs> Other than him? Other than him, I don't think so. No. Mm. But he for sure did. Side effects of dating Vesta. Gothia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've had I've had definitely a mix. More so, more so not. 
more so not in the in the world for sure mm -hmm. hands down you can you can day walk pretty well though yeah thanks no i think just just the the nature of my industry that's true but also like mm, i think more important than the actual like goth scene specifically i think what i'm really trying to say in general is that like we are a community people Mm -hmm. And it doesn't always have to be this community. Like, for instance, you're, you met your partner mm -hmm. at work, right? Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, a thing that takes up most of both of your time and you have in common. And, but it wasn't incestuous enough because you weren't in the same department. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so that does, even though, like, he's not as, like, gothy-gothy, you have a community in common. That's true. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I mean, does, does it feel that way? Am I putting words in your mouth? No, no, no. That, that makes sense that it's, you know, yes, the whole burning man aspect as well. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, which you just did that festival thing. Uh, and got yes, I did. Thanks for the COVID Bequinox. Thanks for the COVID. Oh my God. Um, the yeah. burners hug too much. We already <laughs> talked about this. this is I was, yes. I was like, in hindsight, I'm like, I, I should have known. I should have already planned this out and known um, and maybe skipped it <laughs> this year, Aww. even though, you know, in itself, it's a kind of a fun event. It was just like the wrong time to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it was great to watch the art and, you know, him doing his thing. Uh, yeah. The pyro thing. Um, there's a lot of nudity. That happens too. In the yeah, it's a park. very naked group of people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, and you know, primal, like dancing around fire. Like the mm -hmm. deal. Um, yeah, they really do love a fire. Yeah. As far as anything else goes, I'm trying to think, what else? What else is out there? Dating wise, um, I'm sure there's so much more bullshit. <laughs> and also, um, it's like you know, if you're a couple well I guess if you're it would it would probably not be a like a you wouldn't take your first date to the club I mean maybe you're meeting them there later right. after or perhaps you guys could end up there but it wouldn't be I think that people would want to get out of that environment because there is very it's hard to talk number one yeah and, I've seen it happen I will say that mm -hmm. um but I wouldn't personally well also like the people that i date are probably going to be there anyway it's true <laughs> <laughs> i want to see you guys like circle the fount the fog fountain together like, <laughs> like oh look yeah. it's buddy it's everything oh, god. Oh, god i just imagine like a cotillion promenade <laughs> well i I'd, I'd say that on on that level like or sorry the phantom are pretty equal right because like given like given that world like the, I'm sure he runs into mm. a lot of people that he knows oh yeah right indeed we both have them and we're both pretty good at it you know yeah um delicate subject I know but I think given the the space I mean it's too advantageous to remain friendly oh yeah it's, I mean it's it's necessary <laughs> it is yeah no it's a kind of a coping mechanism I was almost going to say a keep your enemies closer type of a thing but I actually don't yeah. think that's true 
Yeah, I know. I don't think that's the spirit that you're intending either. No, it's not. It just seemed like the thing to say, but I don't believe that. You're pretty genuine about yeah it always seemed to be a priority to you and like and then in talking about this whole subculture and realizing that like you know I loved what you said before about how you they're not going away you're going to see each other all the time so you might as well work your shit out I wonder now I wonder if like oh that's her plan all along (laughs) it's like (laughs) it's easier if (laughs) you stay friends (laughs) yeah I mean I don't do it in like a I don't know it's not just that it's like practicality I guess I've also been kind of lucky in the sense that like they haven't been like super dramatic traumatic yeah uh, ends of things like no one was like hurt so badly that it's unforgivable Mm. I guess I mean maybe I'm too forgiving on the other hand I don't know (laughs) (laughs) cheers Uh, well cool dating in the goth world gross we're probably gonna revisit this again because there's going to be sure more shit come up yeah yeah but it is kind of awkward to like I hope that this <laughs> translates to the listener because we're just like speaking in code and not using names <laughs> so like to some <laughs> people who know us well we'll be yes. like well that's fucking obvious we know exactly who you're talking about to those who aren't in our personal lives I hope that made any shred of fucking sense <laughs> <laughs> I think that everybody could garner what I know I also like I don't know how things are coming out like I want to be real clear that I'm not my intention is not to throw anyone under the bus with anything I say but people misspeak sometimes so if I said anything wrong I apologize I'll figure it out later yeah no I I mean we're human beings with human passions and a small world in which we uh float yeah Uh, or, or or I don't know what's the word swirl the small world swirl, swish yeah swish and we are publicly um, recording a discussion of our very personal lives yes it's so there you a go weird, we weird choice it. we wandered <laughs> we waded through it <laughs> we got through it you guys we made it on the other side yeah <laughs> all right all right everyone uh we'll see you next time yep next open grave <laughs> bye here's in florida <laughs> oh god <laughs>